0: going on everybody happy wednesday or whatever day it is that you're listening to this welcome to the with her two hands podcast where each week we celebrate women working in the trades building fixing making things with their own two hands we are by far a minority in the industrial trades but our numbers are rising and i am a firm believer and if she can see it, she can be it. So this series is all about shining a light on all of the incredible women all over the world who are making careers for themselves, making a great life for themselves, working with their hands. I am your host, Bogie. I am an auto mechanic by trade. The women we sit down with range from airplane mechanics, helicopter mechanics, construction workers, plumbers, electricians, welders, fabricators, you name it. Um, And from all over the place, um, lots of United States, lots of Canada. We've uh, visited New Zealand in this podcast as well. And today we are joined by a lovely young woman from Brazil um, so I'm very excited to have her join on she is our first guest from Brazil and she is a motorcycle mechanic and Brazil is a challenging place for women to establish themselves in the trades and tonight's guest is going to be sharing her experiences and we'll chat a bit about all of that good stuff but first I have to do a quick thank you to our partner this podcast is brought to you this episode is brought to you in part by drive time if you're not- familiar with them, go check them out. They're a fantastic organization. They um, rebuild and repair and restore cars to condition to be sold, and they're a reseller. Um, but most importantly, what I care about is their commitment to bringing more women into the trades and bringing more young people into the trades through all of their training programs and their work programs. So a uh, great organization to get your start with. And if you're not familiar with them, go check them out now. But without further ado, let's get this party started. And we are going to bring in tonight's guest. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. Hi. Oh, hello. How are you? I'm fine. I'm really, really, really nervous
1: about it, but I'm great. And you.
0: <laughs> I am fantastic. Don't be nervous. You're going to be fantastic. It's just okay. me and you. Forget about everybody at home. It's just me and you hanging out, all right? <laughs> okay. Now we're going to disclaimer to everybody watching. Anna is um, from Brazil, as I mentioned. Um, English is not her first language. So I am going to try, I tend to talk really fast. I'm going to try and talk a little slower um, and we're going to be patient and understanding because I know you said your English is not a hundred percent. Uh but your English is really freaking good, so don't stress. <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I used to work as an importation assistant in the okay. past, before I was a mechanic, so I was able to learn to a little bit more.
0: Nice. Awesome. Okay, so introduce yourself to the fine folks at home. Tell them who okay. you are, where you live, what you do.
1: Okay, my name is Ana Paula. I'm a motorcycle mechanic. Today I'm only working with Harley-Davidson Motorcycles at Gump's Garage here in Brazil. I'm Brazilian and I live in Sao Paulo. It's the capital of Brazil. Uh, Not capital, but the capital of Sao Paulo, sorry. And I'm 29 years old and I'm in this industry for about eight years. Today. Okay.
0: Very nice. Very nice. And you did not like, you did not grow up thinking you wanted to be a motorcycle mechanic, right? Like, no. <laughs> how did this no. whole journey start for you?
1: Actually, none of, nobody in my family likes motorcycle, or I didn't have contact with motorcycle until I was 20 years old. I work as a bartender at Johnny Wash when I was 19, 19 and 20 years old. And I was in contact with motorcycles for the first time. And I was like in love with them. And I want to know about them and know how to fix them. So I quit the bartender job and went to search for a motorcycle mechanic, thought thinking it was easy but it's not.
0: <laughs> so so you're working around them now because this restaurant you worked at, they, the owner was a custom builder. Is that right?
1: Yes, he was a custom designer builder. And he, he has a shop inside of the. Sh- it's like a restaurant mm-hmm. that has burgers and beers and drinks and has a shop inside. It's awesome. Call it Johnny Wash oh, here, cool. here. Yeah, and cool. I never had, the contact with motorcycles before and when I saw this I was like oh my god this exists I need to know more about it.
0: So how did you go from this is interesting I want to know more to to where you're at and like well first what did how did people respond to you when you said I want to do this I'm going to quit my job and and find a way to work on bikes. People First, uh, my family was
1: really really, really skeptical about it because he, they were like, how are you gonna quit everything you know and everything you can be like an officer, administrative assistant to be a motorcycle mechanic, something you never did in your whole life you never know you don't know nothing about it. And I was like, I don't know, I'm just going for it. But people were like, you, you, you won't go be right. You can't be right, this, you know, because here in Brazil, it's really hard. And it, I think it's in, every, in everything in our, our world because it's a really masculine environment. Yeah. And people were like scared about it. they were afraid to be hurt to be hurt or to be you know not be as accepted in the in this environment, so yeah. I was really getting the support that i wanted but i I went anyways.
0: <laughs> I love it. Were your so your parents, your family, they were they were afraid for you and they were nervous. Yeah. Did they did they not want you to do it? Were they like actively telling you no? Or were they just being protective and scared for you?
1: I think they were being protective. Like I my family is just my my mother and my sisters because my father is not being around much since I was 15 years old. So my mother was really, really, really scared about it. And in the beginning, it was really hard to be in this in this environment because it was a lot of men. It still is, but less more than was eight years ago. So it's men all around and my mother was worried only, but he, she was supportive.
0: That's good. Like, it's hesitantly supportive, right? Like, (laughs) (laughs) how about your friends and and other people in your life? Were they shocked by this? Was this an unusual, like, totally out of the blue thing? Yes, totally.
1: Wild child. (laughs) No, it was totally shocked. But where did you get this from? Like, where are you going? Where where are you going to be started? Or how are you going to do it? You know, and I was like, I don't know, I'm just going for it and I'm going to learn it. I really, 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 from the bottom of my heart, I thought it was easy, but it's so, so, so <laughs> much work and so much learning.
0: <laughs> yes. <But I'm> going. <laughs> what, what did you find the hardest? Was it the learning of the bikes or the dealing with the culture uh, within the industry?
1: I think the culture, for sure. Because mechanic is like a, it's like math. You can learn it, even though you're not good at the beginning, you can learn through time and with experience, but the culture and the, I don't know, I think that implies it's all. You know, it's really hard to be in the middle.
0: Yeah. So what was your approach? You knew nothing about bikes, you had no mechanical training or experience, and to your friend's point, like, how are you gonna do this? What was what was your approach? How did you go about learning and trying to find a job?
1: I, in this Johnny Wash job, I, I was a bartender. I quit the job and I Googled it, uh, motorcycle mechanic in Brazil, in Sao Paulo. And the first shop that appeared, I went to send a message to the owner to say, oh, I know, I really want to know, I really want to fix bikes. I really want to work with, it, with motorcycles and how I'm, how I'm gonna do, how I'm gonna, you know, start. And the owner was like, come here, pass by to know the shop and we can talk a little bit. So as I work as a assistant in the past, we agreed to me to work with him in the administrative office of the shop in trade to me to learn motorcycle mechanic. And okay. it was like this for, yeah, it was really good. I've met a lot of people, a lot of bikes. I've learned about a lot of things. I didn't know what a screw was. I didn't know what a Phillips was, you know? and the shop gave me the, the entrance to this motorcycle mechanic world. So the, the sad thing is that I didn't go through the mechanics in the shop, so I had to quit to, to search for a mechanic job in, the, in other places.
0: So were they not, they not, were not willing to, to let you get hands-on Yes, really get involved?
1: yeah it was a really i don't know how to say it this in English, but a really resistance it was a really hard to get in in the mechanics yeah. maybe a little bo- uh, can be an insecurity that I have like afraid to broke stuff, afraid to do it wrong I don't know, maybe all of this together
0: yeah. I mean, I think that's, we we all experience that, right? Especially when we're yeah. starting out, that, that fear of yeah. stuff. And, you know, but let's be honest, your boss probably, you were really valuable to him as an assistant and as an administrative yeah. assistant, right? <laughs> exactly. But that's how cool, though, really, in the grand scheme of things, that the first place you Googled and called up
1: yeah. said, I just sent a message.
0: That's fantastic. I mean, a lot of places aren't willing to take on anybody new, male or female, right? Yeah. So that it's they really were willing hard. to take you on new so quickly, even though they kept you in the office. Like that's still really cool.
1: Yeah, it was really worth it to me because I've I've knew there a lot of people I still have contact nowadays. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah
0: how were the the mechanics that worked at the shop with you i mean were they open to teaching you stuff or were they not not open to it
1: sometimes sometimes they i've go i've went to more than 10 shops here in brazil and yes and the most of them was being supportive and I'm gonna teach you this, I'm gonna teach you that, little by little, you know. So I went t- I went learning every day a little bit more. But in the mechanics, as you know more than me, that it's learning, it's practice. If you mm-hmm. don't practice, you've kept uh forgetting about it. So yeah. i did courses in the past, I've did courses in the most famous mechanic school here in brazil in 2016 but i didn't went to work you know so i've kept
0: forgetting about some stuff yeah the program that you went to how long of a program was that
1: it was like about one year okay one year and a half yeah it was really complete
0: were you the only girl Yes,
1: the only girl
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> of the whole school because it's a, a automatic auto um a car and mechanic and everything about it in the same school so I was the only girl in the whole you know wow. stadium.
0: <laughs> How many students were there? Like are we talking hundreds? More thousands? 2000. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So how was that for you, being the only girl in this program of two thousand men? Did you have allies? Did you have people who were who were cool with you? Were people yeah. how did they respond to you?
1: I had the two sides of the story because it was really, really, really scared. I when I was doing some learning, like uh, assembly, a camshaft, I I got people in my class, looking in and do, oh, are you gonna do it right? Or, oh, do you know really what this is? Or you do, you know, like this kind of look. And I had people to like helping me, you know? So it wasn't a really a little bit scary, but it went good.
0: It sounds like overall you had a, like Decent decent amount of supporters throughout this whole journey. Yeah, which is for awesome sure. to hear. I I feel like as much of a reputation as um, you know, South American General Brazil like kind of gets this reputation as being a very masculine machismo kind of society, like that you sound like you had a smoother experience than I did <laughs> here in the States. <laughs> yeah i really wanted to know
1: how it is to be a mechanic in the united states because i don't have an idea yeah is that hard different
0: i think it's just it can be different depending on what city you're in or what state you're in um i'm i'm sure probably in different cities within brazil like Some might be more accepting and others less accepting. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the same here in some places. I talk to women who have had great experiences. And then I talk to women who have had just the worst, like absolutely awful experiences. So it's it's all over the place. Did, when you applied for the program when you joined the school, were people, were you the first woman that had been through the program? Had they had other women before? No,
1: they had other women. Yes. Okay. Actually, I worked with a girl in Harley Davidson here in Brazil. Oh, a dealership. Nice. Yeah, that she was the first girl that went to the course.
0: I did. Oh wow. Oh wow. So she broke the ice for you. Yeah. <laughs> Did she, she have a similar experience as you? Did she, have Have you talked with her a lot about her experiences coming up?
1: Yeah, I talked to her, but she didn't get the mechanic way for professionally. She oh. went to sales. So, yeah. yeah, but she was great and she knew about everything and so much about so many things. But she broke the ice for sure because people were prepared for me there. And it it makes so much difference this, because when you go to a place that's so many men and you go to a place that a girl was before, people are like, okay, I know how to handle this a little bit more.
0: Right, at least the teachers and the administration and that kind of stuff, the students are changing, but at least the teachers aren't like freaking out. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) And just think now you fin- you helped pave the way for more women to come up. So that's amazing.
1: Yeah, I feel like this a little bit because in eight years ago, it was really, really, really hard to see a girl in the mechanic, especially in the Harley Davidson industry here in Brazil, you know, because you don't see many girls in the doing this stuff, maybe riding and it's still a small piece of the amount. But being a mechanic opened the ways for many girls, I believe. I truly believe.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. 100%. 100%. And the more you do and the more visible you are, the more that that happens and you inspire other people. You actually formed a group, didn't you? Let's talk about the group that you formed. yes. (laughs) Ladies together, because I love that. I wanted to talk more about your experiences, but I just think this was the right time to bring it up. (laughs) <laughs> oh,
1: okay. I I really want to talk about it because I have so many difficulties with this because it was a group. Bec- uh, I've know I'm gonna tell you how all started. I've know a lot, a couple of mechanics girls here in Brazil, and I was talking with one of them, and she was talking about how hard this is. Or how she feeling about her bosses, about situations that going through the shop, and I was like, okay, I know this mechanic and I know this mechanic. Let's group, let's set a group on WhatsApp and talk about it. Maybe we go through this easily, you know. So this group was born two years ago with this uh, meaning, with this. I don't know how to talk about it. I don't know how the word. You're workspace. doing great.
0: Purpose. <laughs> yeah, you're doing great.
1: We started to talk about it, how to go through some situations or how we feel about some situations, how to deal with our bosses. And it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And today we have um, a couple of more than 40 mechanics in the group. Uh, oh, motorcycle, wow. me- yes, motorcycle mechanics, car mechanics, uh, diesel mechanics, trucks mechanics, bike mechanics, everything together, and we talk about a lot of stuff that we go through. That is,
0: <laughs> that is amazing. I, that is so cool that you did that. I mean, you went from not really having met any other female mechanics, just a couple here and there, to. Now you've got a group of forty women, all in Brazil, all in Brazil, all over Amazing. Brazil. That's yeah, incredible. Do you get do you phys- do physical meetups and get together's too, or is it all just online? And
1: yeah, we've got the first official official meeting. Yeah, uh, the last year, and it was nice. a big success. Like uh, brands. That join us like k n filters Moto, and a lot of brands that supportive the motorcycle mechanics female
0: oh that's so incredible yeah what, what a huge difference you are making in in doing that I'm sure you guys talk all the time with all of the various issues like are there themes are there things that come up most often for what you guys are dealing with in the in the field, and what you're coming to each other with for help and support?
1: Yes, it was a situation last year that it came out with a supportive group with a psychologist because some. Uh, a thing that I've noticed that two to three friends of mine, mechanics, female, have depression and anxiety. So we've created a group with a psychologist, a friend of ours. And we do these meetings every week to talk about these feelings and how hard this is and how to deal better with these situations, you know?
0: That is incredible. What a great idea. (laughs) I I mean, there's such a need for that. Yeah. And the girls talk,
1: yeah, the girls talk about talk a lot about how hard is the acceptance
0: of yeah. their presence in the shops you know yeah have you experienced that that kind of stuff going into shops i mean there's been a lot of shops that have tried to keep you in the office have you had shops where you're out mechanicking and you're you're wrenching on things and and how you're coworkers treat you? Have you had issues?
1: Yeah, I've had a couple of shops that I had some bad situations. One of them that's not, I didn't say traumatic, but I always say this because it's really shocking that I was doing, uh, I was working in a shop one once and this client came up with a bike to me to change the oil. When I went to to change the oil of this bike of his bike he went like it's her that is going to 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 change the oil of my bike and i was like yes it's me and he take this bike off the shop just because it was me so oh, wow. yeah
0: <laughs> Today, <laughs> he said really, never mind okay, i'm leaving
1: yeah today I'm really okay with it but at the time I was like oh my god I'm bringing the shop down or I'm bringing money down I don't know how to say in English but you know not doing good for the shop you know
0: yeah I think that's a really interesting point like where your brain where you went to you you went from, okay, this is insulting and, and rude of this guy, but then you took it on yourself, like, I'm hurting the shop. This is, like, the yes. guilt, right? And I the think guilt. that's where yeah. a lot of that depression you talked about comes from within women and anxiety, within women in the trades. There's a lot of fear of messing up, fear of letting people down, fear of... Exactly.
1: If is
0: coming up and everything and
1: everything you do after this looks like or feels like like for me was at the time oh am I doing this right or do I know like do this it was such a simple task and you know our head keeps messing up because right. have depression
0: and have this all these thoughts coming along. I'm curious when that customer took his shop and took his bike and left. Um, how did your boss at that shop or your coworkers at that shop respond?
1: It was like they supported me more of the guy, but they were not happy. It was like 50 50, you know? Like, okay, we like to have you, but really we really, we really need of that client. Wait, I was like, "What the fuck?" What? What
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess I it do? could be worse. It <laughs> be worse. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, so having this group of ladies has been must must be huge for you and for them. Are they are they of all different age ranges? Are they younger, older,
1: all different range of ages? And I I really I I'm really insecure about talking about this because I feel like it's more like my insecurity of me because I've made a lot of mistakes. You know, like I don't we post every, <laughs> I don't post every day. I can keep looking for sponsors or I can't do in the event. So I'm trying to read rearrange everything because I do college and I have today, like I have two jobs to pay the college that I, that I have, that I do that it's engineer mechanic engineering. So oh, wow. the girls are doing great. The girls are awesome and they working together. I was talking about with one mechanic some few, few, few moments ago, And she was talking about how hard it is to be a motorcycle mechanic in Brazil because she's not getting paid like a salary. You know, she's getting paid by her jobs. If she get a a certain amount of jobs, did, she can't get the salary. And it's not a salary guarantee for the month. She has to do these jobs. And so hard because she has bills to pay and she has rent. And she has so many responsibilities. And I was like, how to help this girl? You know, how can I help this girl? And, you know, doing little by little to do every day to try to get more active in the group, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, geez, girl, you're doing two jobs. <laughs> you're going to college. Um you're running this group yeah right i mean (laughs) and and you're beating yourself up for not posting every day like yeah this this is what i hate about social media like social media can be wonderful social media thank you thank you you. i love it because i would never know about you and i would never know about all these other amazing women all over the world and so many great things but but that pressure that you feel bad about yourself because you haven't posted. I haven't posted in a week and a half. Yeah, like posting about this podcast was the first time I posted. Right. (laughs) But like, I don't, don't, it's it's okay. (laughs) It's okay. You're being a mechanic. Like that's what you're doing and you're excelling at that. That's what's important. And you're making waves and making change and making a difference in across your country for women and showing them opportunities. So give yourself some slack, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Be nice to yourself. You. <laughs> So <laughs> what, you. what is you your so second much. job that you're doing?
1: Uh, I work as a bartender oh. <laughs> at, a, <laughs> at a, a party in the weekends.
0: Oh, my goodness. So you're mechanic at by day, bartender by night, student spitting it in wherever you can
1: <laughs> my, goodness. Oh my goodness welcome to Brazil
0: <laughs> so is is you know, the woman that you were talking about um, with how she was how she gets paid with not salary but per job is that the norm or is that because here in, in the US um, it's we call it flat rate is that what you guys call it flat rate
1: yeah, yeah. kind of yeah so a we bit. get
0: paid by the job. If the job says it takes two hours, if we if we do it in an hour, we still get paid two hours. But if it takes us three no. hours to do it, we only get paid two hours for it. No, okay. So no. so how does it work? There? It
1: works like she goes every day to uh, for a week. She does the job, and she has to do like. Um, she have to achieve, like, 10 bikes, for example. If okay. she doesn't do the 10 bikes, she, it, she didn't receive nothing of the money. None of, of the, the ten money? Bikes. None. And she does 10 of the bikes or more, then she gets the money. Otherwise, she works for free. So it's kind of absurd, I know. It's, like, violent.
0: Uh, is that legal?
1: Yeah, it's like commission.
0: So I take it that that is not normal.
1: Yeah, and- it's not normal, but people do it because there are people that believe that she's going to achieve the, the I don't know how to say it, but the objective, you know? People so- always go to these works believing that they're going to achieve, so they're going to get paid. Wow! Yeah so how cool. how do
0: you get paid? Are you salary or no? Only?
1: My I have a salary and actually this shop I went to this shop Gumps Garage like three years ago asking for a job because it was my dream shop to work and they weren't hiring so I was I was like okay I'll come back someday and <laughs> and last year. They sent me a proposal, so I went running to the shop, and I got this job. I'm really happy there because I'm really, really, really respected as a mechanic, really. Like, they have the patience. I don't do the job as fast as the other mechanics do because they have, like, 20 years of experience but they respect this and they are patients and they love be, uh, having a mechanic here.
0: That's amazing. I'm so glad that yeah. you found a place that is willing to teach and be patient with you. That's fantastic. You've got a lot of supporters in the audience tonight. Lots of folks <laughs> yeah, saying amazing. how amazing you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So is it is it typical for mechanics to be paid like hourly or salary like you are or yeah it's kind of um
1: normal here in brazil actually it's the normal this but have this um i don't know how to say it like this fashion that paid by commission and people like to take advantage of some people like this, you know, like, oh, like this guy is doing like this. I'm going to do it because I can I I have more people working for me and I don't have to pay so much. You know, it's like cruel. It's, I think it's dishonest, to be honest. Yeah,
0: that's that's crazy. I mean, we have like I so said, we call it the flat rate system. Um, I don't like it, um, <laughs> but but it's very common. It's kind of the norm. But. You make more money the more hours you produce or the more jobs you do, right? So, the more bikes you fix, hey, the more cars you, make. you make more money the more you do. Um, but there's, I've never heard of such a thing as if you don't make your goal, that you don't. Make
1: yeah, it's crazy.
0: I'm, that blows me away. I'm like flabbergasted it's at this. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So why is she still there? Is she still starting out? Is she still new? Is that because why she's she believes it? She That's that kills
1: to- me. Kills me because she's like every day, oh Anna, I'm doing what I dreamed of. And I really like what I do because I'm fixing motorcycles, but I don't have the money like to pay the rent and don't have the money to pay my bills. And I have another friend, mechanic, that had to leave her job in a dealership, a really big dealership, because the commission was like one and 50 reais. That is like 20 cents, 25 cents per bike that she did. So so she quit the job to deliver food, you know, because it makes more money and she have rent and everything to pay. It's crazy. It's like really, really, really crazy.
0: Is there money to be made? Are they just at bad shops? Or like, is this just kind of across the board? There's like There are mechanics in the U.S. that don't make good money. But there are okay. mechanics who make really good money. So it really depends. Like the money is there to be made if you find the right shop and you're a hard worker and you put in the time and the effort, Right. Is, is that opportunity there?
1: I think it is, but it's not... I don't think there's many, you know? There's... Here in Brazil, we have a lot of dealerships and people go, like, go for it for the dealers because it's consaturated. I don't know if this word exists in English, but you have a name. Like, I work for brands... X, you know, and people go for it and have this shitty payship and don't, you know, lose the lose the willing to work with mechanic. That is more sad to me because these dealerships don't pay it right and people can't pay the bills, so they quit the jobs and start to work in other stuff, thinking that. There's no way to make money in the mechanics. But there is places that we can go to work as a mechanic and get paid well to do what what you really love.
0: Do you feel like it's changing? Do you feel like there's more opportunities that are starting to emerge that are good opportunities like you're talking about or is it still really the norm that it's underpaid and that people are leaving because they're frustrated and they can't make money?
1: No, I don't think it's a norm. I think that people are starting to realize that mechanics, it's a really hard job. You have to study a lot. And mechanic are being uh, really being respected by the clients and the everybody you know, and getting paid better than was. So I think this can be changed by the time, in a really short time, actually, because people are going to motorcycle performance too and respecting the mechanics a little more.
0: That's awesome to hear. I I feel like it's not that dissimilar from what, what we experience in the u s, um and what I hear from Canada as well, um, it may be in a different stage in the process, but I think you know there was a lot of disrespect where for mechanics where they they weren't getting the respect that they deserved. They weren't getting paid what they deserved. Um, and people were leaving the industry. They were leaving being a mechanic because it was hard and they weren't making money but there's, there's a few good shops, right? There are some yeah, good businesses, good. there are some good shops, and slowly we see more good shops yeah. and less bad shops. So maybe we're at different stages in the process, but I feel like yeah. what you're experiencing there isn't much different.
1: No, I think actually that was really going on on the United States coming up here in Brazil. Happens in, you, in the United States and a little shortly in time happens in Brazil. Brands are looking at more Brazil, actually. I believe so.
0: Well, I want to know when your next group meeting is, because I want to come hang out with all of you ladies at <laughs> your next <laughs> event. I've never been to Brazil, but I really want to. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so amazing
1: Oh, uh, it was it will,
0: it will be actually yes yes. we're going to make that happen so tell me about this shop that you're at so this is this isn't the first shop that you've been a mechanic at though you've been able to be mechanic at at other shops too or is this the first one that's let you really be out in the shop
1: yeah I was a mechanic and of the 12 shops I've worked at. I was a mechanic in three, three or four. Okay. okay. So this shop that I am right now, it's like amazing. And it works only with Harley Davidson. I'm totally in love. I get in love with the, my job, you know, and the people I worked at and they do this amazing event called Gump's Drag Race that it's only... Uh, Harley Davidson Drag Race and it's awesome and it's really amazing and what really you know I love more about the shop I work with it's the what I was talking about the patience and the the respect for me you know they really respect me and it makes totally 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 difference. In the day by day, you know?
0: Yeah. What kind of... Are you working on mostly new bikes or older Harleys or performance? Are you doing like hot rod bikes? Hot rod bikes? Is that a phrase? Hot rod bikes. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you doing choppers, custom bikes? What are you doing?
1: <laughs> I, I do there more than ma- maintenance of bikes. I'm not doing performance yet. Even though I really want to do this, I really want to go to dino, mom, uh, I don't know how to say it in English, dino, me, dino meter, dino, dino,
0: we just call it a dino because it's either, easier, dino, okay, I,
1: dino, I really dyno go, dino, okay, I'm going to call it dino. I really go to dyno stuff and performance, but there today, I'm doing the maintenance and actually a little bit of old bikes, carburetor and a little shirt. Nice.
0: Okay. Very cool. But they do performance there too, so you can yes, have a they do that stuff? they do. Yes. Awesome. And they know that you want to do more of that? Are they going to teach you?
1: <laughs> yeah, they know. I was talking about in this interview I was doing before I started to work there. I was like, I really want to do this camshaft and do this dino stuff. And they were like, OK, you have to go a little bit more maintenance and know a little bit more the basics before you go to the performance. And then you're going to do and it makes totally sense.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's just a shame. I mean, you went to school how many years ago? So in
1: 2016.
0: 2016. So if all of these other shops that you had gone to had let you actually out into the field instead of kept you in the office, you would be well beyond the basics at this point.
1: Well beyond. you
0: well eight beyond. years in, right? So, yeah. Yes. We have to start with the basics. But hey guys, we shouldn't have to start in the office.
1: <laughs> you know, it this was a fight. This was a fight in Harry Davidson dealership in Brazil because I was like, How I why do I have to be in the office? Meanwhile, the guys in the shop didn't have to go through this. And why do I have? And the manager wasn't, I I don't know, I don't know. You have to and i was like okay if i have to to go through this to get what i want okay then i do it but after 6 months i quit
0: good for you though for quitting and for keeping on i mean that sounds silly good for you for quitting but but really mm-hmm. like for for not letting that discourage you after so many years and just to keep going after it and finally it's paying off. It it took too long. It shouldn't have taken that long, but um, it's impressive that you've stayed with it that long. Did you, did you have moments where you felt like giving up, like this isn't worth it? Several moments, a lot of moments, a
1: lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of moments that I was like, if I'm not going through this, do I you know, like this I this is my destiny. Why do I want this so much? It's not getting right. I'm not a it. You know, why I kept like heading my head against the wall every time I go to the shop and I go through the same process that I stay in the office and I, I kept uh Doing uh, talking with the clients and selling parts and everything, and not doing the what I want to do. So yeah. a lot of moments I think of
0: giving up.
1: A lot of I'm not gonna lie.
0: What kept you going? How did you, how did you keep finding it in you to 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 keep going?
1: I really, really, really wanted to achieve my dream that a bike's not working and i know how to diagnose and how to fix it and can f- and have the ability to say i fixed this bike i know what is wrong with this bike and i know how to fix it and i'm going to do it and do it and have this bike turn on yeah
0: beautifully And that's just what kept
1: you going the whole time. Yeah. And I I really loved this until today. Today, I like to, you know, do this. I don't know how to explain. Actually, I never rode a bike in the street. I rode a bike in the... Never. I rode a bike in a course of racing. Yeah, I saw course.
0: pictures of you. Yeah. <laughs> looking like a badass.
1: <laughs> it, it was the only time in eight years. I never rode a bike in the street, so I'm in love with the thing that I don't even really know how it feels. It's oh just crazy. Yeah, it's to to really, really
0: crazy.
1: It's really <laughs> crazy. I never so rode a, a motorcycle. No, I don't have a motorci- motorcycle motorcycle. Oh
0: so I have two
1: study i don't know i think this is my head i think i have to study two to three five five more times to understand what is going on you know because i don't know actually how it feels like a
0: sound track Mm. you can ride on a bike but yeah, you, you are. You're learning how to fix something that you don't have the experience of yourself. Internet land. We need to come together and find a way to get this woman a motorcycle. <laughs> <this> <laughs> woman. <laughs> <laughs> she needs to be riding. Um, Harley, what's happening? Let's fix this. <laughs> that but I, I'm really good.
1: <laughs> I still in love with them.
0: So, you, I mean, you, for you, really, you love the fixing. You love fixing them. I love it's the fixing. It's not about riding them. You love fixing them.
1: I love fixing. That's fantastic. I have a dream that to build someday a bike, but I think today, I, I'm, the more I know about mechanics, I, I think to do the custom bikes better, you know, not to just custom and, upgrade or change things but i i really want to know everything little detail before i can change something in this bike
0: okay that's fair i mean it's the same as starting out right we start with the basics once we know the basics really well then we can move on to the to to customizing it and doing all of the the crazy stuff but (laughs) yes very impressive that you don't even ride and you're diagnosing vehicles. <laughs> what is your What is your favorite thing to, to work on on bikes? Like what is your favorite job to do, your favorite part of the bike to work on?
1: I have so many things. I really love to do <laughs> the maintenance, like the, oh fuck, I don't, don't remember, but like the, the maintenance of the motorcycle to check everything up and clean and adjust and you know yeah i really like to do more uh, engines i really like to change the gas gaskets of the engines i really like to do uh i think that's it
0: i saw i think i saw you do a video some electrical you were soldering yeah i i like like to do electrical
1: electrical. but i i really i yes i really like
0: it it's a little complicated but i like it (laughs) it is indeed do you have anything that you don't like about working on bikes that i don't like
1: no (laughs) No, it. actually, I don't. Thinking I of it, it, I don't have anything. The only difficulty I have that I don't do alone, in any way, is to put a Harley Davidson alone in the elevator. I don't this. I On don't do. Lift. Yeah. On the lift. Sorry. Yes. It's way too heavy, and I don't do. I don't. I can't do this.
0: Is it is it just cause it's heavy and you're you're little, huh? You're short.
1: Yeah, I'm a little I'm not that little.
0: <laughs> <laughs> how tall are you?
1: Um uh one meter and sixty centimeters. I have no I don't idea know.
0: what that translates to. Well, and... I
1: don't know how to say fit, <laughs> but it's kinda one and a half meter, a little bit more up wow
0: I I feel really stupid right now, and I feel like I should know what that is. I'm five foot. Two. I don't know how
1: to do. I I don't know how to say in feet, so I feel stupid. That's well. okay.
0: <laughs> no. really? I'm gonna look this up afterwards. Um. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. I'm I'm so happy for you that despite everything, that you have kind of found this this great shop with opportunity to learn. And that you are now creating the space for other women and, and helping them stay with it. And then it's just so obvious. Your your joy and your love for what you do is so obvious. Like the way you smile when you're like, what? I love everything. Oh, we've got... <laughs> My producer in the back is saying oh. that you're a little over five feet. Okay, so we're probably about okay. the same height then. Thank you, uh, thank, thank you, you. <laughs> the amazing guy who's behind the scenes making all of the magic happen. Um, thanks for mathing that for us. <laughs> so we're we're little folks, you and I, five, little over five feet. We're about the same height.
1: We're <laughs> even.
0: Yeah, yeah. A lot of the Harley bikes are huge. Are you? Yeah, and they're
1: heavy. Heavy, yeah, heavy as fuck.
0: <laughs> so you can't, so do you, are you able to ride them? Like, can you test drive the vehicles or do you no. have somebody else in the shop test drive them? We
1: have somebody else to
0: test drive them. Do you want to learn or are you just not interested in it? Yeah,
1: vehicle? I really want it. I want it so much. I want it so, so bad,
0: but everything in time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So tell me this school program that you're going to now, because you're you're mechanic, bartending, and going to school.
1: Yeah, to it's college, you actually. Is is joining. Mechanics-
0: What's this program?
1: Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's mechanic engineers college. Okay.
0: So what does that mean? What are you gonna be able to do when you have that? What's your hope with that degree?
1: Oh, I think I'm gonna tell you my dream. <laughs> Oh, yes, please. My dream is to, <laughs> is to have a brand of tools and motorcycle parts. So I'm doing this college to, to be able to produce like everything, like the drawing and the math the and the everything. I want to build everything from zero and everything here in Brazil.
0: Love it. Amazing. So you're this degree that you're going for is an engineering degree, but with a focus on mechanics. Yes. And mechanical. Okay. Awesome. Fantastic. That is so cool. I'm excited. All right, guys, we, anybody who's watching this, you guys have to check her out. Make sure you follow her on Instagram. Are you on Facebook too?
1: Yeah, but I don't use it much. Okay.
0: So mostly on Instagram, um, it's Anna Mechanica. Um, of course you will be able to, um, I'll have her information in the description of this episode so that you can follow her. Is there other places where they can find you?
1: No, actually just Instagram. I don't have okay. a TikTok
0: yet. That's fine. That's, don't <laughs> too many things to keep up with. You are too busy yeah, doing amazing things to time. I just looked over at the comments and I'm seeing how many people did the math for me and I love it (laughs) thank you mom and dad that's my mom and dad right there Um, (laughs) I think they're at home right now going we failed our daughter (laughs)
1: yeah how did you not know
0: (laughs) (laughs) gotta love the community for kicking in and gotta love mom and dad for, for doing the math I think you guys, I love it. <laughs> okay, okay, so uh, Anna Mechanica on Instagram and um, <laughs> yeah, hi, Club. Yes, it's me. <laughs> hey, us us short girls got to stick together, right? Um, and then the name of your group, if anybody happens to be watching, I know there's some folks from Brazil who are watching, um, hopefully more who will see, maybe they know or are a woman a mechanic also who'd like to find out about your group and be involved in it. Maybe you'll see some new people join the group. How can they find this group? It called?
1: It's called Mecanicas Brasil.
0: Awesome. And they have, you have your own Instagram page, right? Yeah, we have our own Instagram page. Okay. So you guys, uh, if you know anybody who is a mechanic of any sort in Brazil, a female mechanic in Brazil, uh, make sure you go send her over to that group, Um, send her over to Anna Mechanica and reach out. And there you go. Mechanica's Brazil. That's where you're going to find it. And make sure you get in touch. Great community that you're building. I think it's so exciting what you're doing and um, change, change is happening. Not as fast as we want it to, but change is happening. For sure. We are almost over our hour. So I want to respect your time. I have one final question that I want to ask you. And that is... Don't worry, it's not that bad. Um, She's giving me this look. For for those who are listening to this in podcast form later, she's giving me this look like, oh no, what is this question going to be? One more question. Um, The question is, if you had the opportunity to talk to your younger self, little baby Anna, what would you tell her?
1: I would tell her to keep believing, yeah, to keep dreaming, because dreaming and believing and doing the right thing, having a, a good heart will not bring her down, like, will not do her bad, like, keep chasing your dreams.
0: I love it. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. You are fantastic. Um, your English you so is incredible. Much. I'm I'm very impressed. Uh, you did great, and I am dying to meet you in real life sometime. I'm gonna have to figure out when in my schedule I can come down to Brazil. Please come
1: to Brazil. Brazil. We have cappuccino. I,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. It would be so much fun. So we're gonna have to make that happen. So. Big, big thank you for agreeing to be on this podcast and for sharing your story and for doing what you're doing with your group. Um, Keep doing it. Remember those words that you would tell your younger self. Keep those in mind and don't ever give up. Um, You got this. I'm excited to continue to watch your journey unfold and everything that you're up to. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And folks at home. Yes, you are very welcome. My goodness, the the honor was was all mine. This was a pleasure to get to know you. So, thank you, thank Books you, folks at home. Thank you guys for tuning in and hanging out with us for the last hour and spending part of your Wednesday evening or whatever day it is that you're listening to this. Thank you for hanging out with us. I hope you enjoyed getting to meet Anna as much as I did. Make sure you go check her out on Instagram, go check out her group. Um, And again, a big thank you to our partners on this podcast drive time for help making this series possible and to continue going. If you know any women who work in the trades that you think should be featured here on with her two hands make sure you send her my way we'd love to meet her um and uh you can shoot us an email you can find us on instagram everything is with her two hands on instagram on facebook on youtube if you have questions we'd love to hear them we're going to be doing some very topic focused episodes in the future. And so if you have specific topics that you'd like to hear us talk about or specific questions that you would love to hear us answer, please shoot us a message. We'd love to hear them and maybe we'll read your question on air and get it answered for you. So until next time, guys, be good to yourselves, be good to one another. Make sure you come back every Wednesday, same time, same place here on YouTube or anywhere you listen to podcasts with her two hands. Have a great night, guys. We'll see you next time.